but did you hear about the middleweight bout that got booked for October 23rd? Nope. Uh, Paulo Costa and Marvin Vittori. They're both coming off their losses to Izzy and they're fighting each other. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun. Why? Why is that fun? Did you see two towers and watch a bunch of orcs fighting each other? (laughs) Fair. Okay, fair. Are you so he's like so Paulo Costa is like the hot elven prince, right? And Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori is the orc. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah. (laughs) I have a lot of Italian dreams and none of them look anything like Marvin Vittori. (laughs) I just I just want to be very clear. All right, that's cool. shadows i like see i like that too though in the shadows oh yeah lurking (laughs) (laughs) well that has a connotation right it does yeah yeah are are we are we a trio of hard lurkers is that really what we are i would hard lurkers you know i would i would put us there yeah i'm not a smooth poser i'll tell you that much hard lurking in the background (laughs) is that a pikachu it is all right where is my fucking hang on oh here we go i got you right here check it check it oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i too sir am uh see okay i too am a super nerd yeah well that kind of makes sense if i'm being honest (laughs) yeah well fair enough (laughs) (laughs) we've been in that in in the casa de del zeit and we are aware that is a nerdtopia that i would gladly retire in I'm I I think would say too many pops though some could say that <laughs> so I had a fox from Harry Potter uh pop keychain that I used for my work keys and uh, I'm going to show you what happened to it if I can find the body son of a bitch well here's the head here's the head you see that there it is yeah. oh no poor uh, fox I know right and so I replaced it with a Wally pop keychain and the students are always like hey can I have that like yeah, no, Jeffrey, you can't. Oh, here it is. The students, aka yeah. one. Yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey is a made-up student. I also have an IG eleven. Uh, there you go. Oh, hell yeah. oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. in my extra bedroom. So here's my OG IG eighty-eight. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Sidebar. All right. I named my car K two S O. So there's like. The, all right the, we're, can you we're give all... me the ability to mute you or no <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the pretty neat podcast <laughs> with your host dominic aaron and ryan is here now too and i welcome you as a third of this i absolutely do without disc- discussing that with dominic in any way shape or form uh but sure uh, i have i have only that yeah there there there's factual evidence to show my support but whatever 
there's factual evidence to show that you wanted somebody to talk to who knew anything about sports, which is why you needed somebody besides me. That is true. Dang, are we going to get into it with the Lakers uh, free agency spree over the last few hours? You want to? Sure. Hey, why not? We have a pretty neat podcast variant that is LA Lakers themed on our store. I drink water, coffee, and fucking red wine, all right? And having said and that's and other stuff too. Having said that, I was born in 1986. I have been a Lakers fan since that day. Aaron can attest. Uh, oftentimes, sadly, my happiness depends on their performance. And here's the thing: they're in win now mode. Chris Paul wasn't going to leave Phoenix, so that wasn't an option. What Russell Westbrook is the next Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is the next best go. option. Yeah. And uh, they managed to somehow find us a, a slew of guys on minimum deals that can can fill in that roster. I'm all for it. How do you feel? Yeah, it's uh, reminiscent of the what is that? The 05 Lakers. The, uh, the minimums, the the post no. Jack Kobe with uh, Carl Malone. Gary Payton. That was 04. That was during that was during Shaq and Kobe. Um, and I maintain that team that actually, yeah, that was 04. Uh 2003-2004 Lakers roster had, in fact, uh yeah, Gary Payton and Carl Malone to join Shaq and Kobe and a few other good players, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, Devin George, Horace Grant, some good players on that team, the best coach of all time, of course. Uh, what people forget is that Carl Malone hurt his knee in December of that year and never really recovered and then was also hurt in the playoffs. And then that freaking bizarre finals with the Pistons. Uh, of course, that Pistons team's greatness was was on display for exactly 11 seconds after that finals. So what the fuck ever. You don't like the moves, I take it? Um, It's just, you know, to your point, right? It's a lot of... Uh win now Mm -hmm. right i'm concerned about you know there's a there's quite a few diehard lakers fans in the area which makes sense considering (laughs) we're in southern california yeah (laughs) um so everybody's you know quick to tout oh my god championship they should be the favorites i'm like what about chemistry and defense and rebounding and also depth what about uh, those things? I'm not in any way worried about the chemistry mm. because LeBron and Anthony Davis have played together for two years now. And Anthony Davis, especially if he's healthy, is still the best player on the team and, and one of the two or three best in the league for sure. Yeah. Um, people forget they were absolutely – they wrecked Phoenix twice in a row before he hurt his groin, right? So let's let's not pretend that that first-round exit was legit. Uh I'm not concerned with defense or rebounding. I am a little more concerned with three-point shooting, but if Carmelo and Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk and even Trevor Ariza, some of these guys that they've added, THT, uh, can do what they did, then they should be okay. So we'll see. Yeah, I I think Trevor Ariza is a good 3 and D guy. Mm -hmm. Carmelo, um, I assume he's coming off the bench. You What's would think, right? You would think. So you figure their their starting lineup is going to be Westbrook, LeBron, and and Davis to go with probably Dwight Howard. 
Uh, are you sure they wouldn't put Marcus or Marcus all one of the two of them? And then Ken Bazemore, uh, who I didn't mention, yeah. but had a very good year and, and can shoot it and play defense. Correct. And then Ariza, Carmelo, Horton Tucker. Um, I feel like there's a name I'm missing. Obviously Alex Caruso went to the bulls. That's actually a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, but they gave him a lot of money and honestly good for him. Um, Follow I don't know where he, yeah, the most, right? Um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see, man. I think, you know, they have a good coach. We'll we'll see. I think they're as good as any team in the West, for sure. Uh, how they stack up against the Nets will be interesting to see. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm intri- intrigued about that, considering uh, they're probably going to bring just about everybody back. The Nets, yeah, and they signed yeah. Patty uh, Mills. Yeah, see, they're going to have Wayne Ellington, Malik Monk off the bench, too. That's, you know, I don't know. I don't hate this roster, man. I don't hate it. Okay. Fair enough. Now, listen, am I excited to watch Russell Westbrook shake off LeBron and Anthony Davis and hoist up a contested 38-foot three-pointer with two people in his face when they're when they're down in game two of the first round? Yeah, I am. I'm excited for that. Because I've seen the Russell Westbrook movie. I know how it ends. But uh, he's also basically a lock for a triple-double every night. And I think there's there's still some value in that. We're not going to pretend that James Harden and Bradley Beal and Paul George the one year are the best teammates that he's ever played with. So, you know, we'll see. When they yeah. were When he was in OKC, they got to the finals. It's interesting to think about uh, how two guys who are known for being triple double machines, how they could both equally try and distribute the ball, but also have a lot of possession. So I'm intrigued to see how that's going to It's going to be more important in the playoffs because the regular season, I I think LeBron will, will have no problem deferring. It'll be in the playoffs where LeBron doesn't defer, which obviously he shouldn't, neither should Davis, frankly, he should, he should be option one all the time. How does Westbrook fit in separately? Maybe he just gets like 17 assists and 18 rebounds and only scores nine points. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if he's doing that. They're probably in pretty good shape. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to consider the, the health of the team as well. That's gonna yeah. Be that's, that's going to be the biggest thing for sure. Yeah. Hey, now, so have you, have you guys oh. seen Tamira Mensa stock? No. Tamira Mensa stock. Okay, let me let me help you out. She is the first woman to win gold for Team USA in freestyle wrestling. Yeah. And she is freaking jacked and super talented. And now I only want to see her in the UFC. The problem (laughs) is she competes at 152 pounds. Right. So PFL. (laughs) Yep. And and I don't I don't know what would happen if if Jeff Nowitzki came calling. <laughs> okay. She's in the Olympics. Well, uh, that doesn't mean anything, but uh Yeah. I was going to say Diaz, brother. I was going to say some uh some credibility there, but uh <laughs> I don't know, right? She's hanging out with the Russians. What's going on there? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I wanted to ask you a follow-up question about the Lakers, and it's probably the most important follow-up question, is which one of them could beat Jake Paul in a boxing match? 
What do you mean? Which one of them? Which Laker? Yes. It's, it's, it's every Laker. Well, his yeah. success record against Laker, against basketball players is right. 100% at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that's cool. That's so cool. I have, to, I have to ask. Okay. I would say that even Lamar Odom would beat him, who is, who is fighting. Yeah. Did you hear this? Yeah. 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 And that shouldn't be allowed. Riddick Do we want Bo to talk is, about it? Riddick Bowe is a potato. Do we want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, let's... we've talked about CTE and why we want Stepe to retire, and and how, why we want our favorite athletes' brains to not become mashed potatoes. Is Riddick Bowe one of your favorite athletes? That's a weird thing. No, not at all. But I'm okay. just saying that anybody who's in that position, like fucking Chuck Liddell, might come back. Like he's interested in BKFC shit now. Uh, that. So come on. If there was man, if there was anyone who was who was built for BKFC. Isn't it kind of Chuck Liddell? Like today, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'd watch him and BJ Penn throw down in a bare knuckle fight. Okay. So Riddick Bo is 53 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we doing? What He compete? He last fought though in 2008. That was only 13 years ago. You can share your window if you want. I gave you permission. Uh, he's gonna fight Polly. Oh no, no, no! He's not. Okay, hang on. I will. This is. He's yeah. fighting Lamar Odom. Yeah. So this headline makes it look like he's fighting Polly Malinaji. But then if you if you <laughs> yeah, yeah it does you got to see the comma right? Important comma. Important. But even no, no. Riddick Bo Polly Malinaji set for October second. Yeah. Celebrity mm-hmm. boxing. It's the S that matters. Yeah. It's plural. Mm. Yep. Uh. I mean, okay. He so Paulie Malinaji is fighting Corey B, a self-described radio personality. Hey, <laughs> the three of us are self-described radio personalities. Maybe we could get a BKFC match. <laughs> just keep throwing it out there. <laughs> I would need some serious fucking handicappers, man. <laughs> and then uh Riddick, yeah, Riddick Bo apparently fought and got leg kicked into oblivion, which is just a phenomenal <laughs> line in a Muay Thai match. One and uh, one. This is yeah. all courtesy of badlefthook.com. Reliable <laughs> um, source. Shout out Bad Left Hook. Look at the Riddick Bow doesn't look in shape in this picture. Right? So I mean kinda, I guess, but I don't know, man. And that I was guess, at the latest 1996. I guess so. Fight Lamar Odom if you want. I don't I don't understand. Yeah. Like how does that get sanctioned? Money's tight, man. How does that I get mean, sanctioned, though? I think money must be tight, mm-hmm. is really what I think. They're doing this yeah. in Florida, aren't they? They're what? They're doing this in Florida, aren't they? Florida or the other one is over, like, on a cruise ship. Yes, international right? waters. International waters. <laughs> Nobody understands maritime law, you know? All, all bets are off. <laughs> I, uh, it is true. Yeah. Good Lord, Riddick Bowe was 43-1 and one and won a silver medal at the Olympics. There it is. Have either of you guys been able to pay attention much this year to any of the Olympics in particular? Yeah, I've actually been pretty locked in. Really? I have not been able to. What has been what has been binge worthy if I have the opportunity? You're gonna make me do it. You're gonna make me do it. Do what? Ryan, you go first and then I'll and then I'll do my thing. Uh I really only watch it, to be quite honest. I, I've had the same problem. You only watched um, what? I'm sorry. I only watched swimming. Okay. 
Uh, Caleb Dressel was out there dominating. Beast, setting, killer tattoo too. Setting some world records. It was yep. fantastic. Yep. Uh, that's about it. Okay. Be quite honest. Uh, all right. I'm not going to do the thing. Um, I love on, when you me... do the thing. Do the yeah. thing. All right. Fine. Open the Dom Dome. Fine. Fuck this. So, are you guys familiar with Megan Rapino? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So she hates America, right? And <laughs> she argues that women's soccer is the players are underpaid compared to the men. And of course, comparatively, they are much more successful. The issue is women's soccer does not generate the international <laughs> revenue that men's soccer does. That's why in the what's the soccer world, the world cup that the men, the men's club gets a bigger, gets more money because well, men's soccer generates more both in TV and ad revenue. So like the WNBA, they bitch all the time. They say, Oh, we should be paid like NBA players. Yeah. The problem is the WNBA as an organization loses money and NBA players are paid specifically based on the amount of money the league generates. It's, it's actually a pretty simple math equation. So if the league generated more money, the, the WNBA players would earn more money. And so the U.S. women's soccer team, which, by the way, lost to a high school boys team in Dallas, but we just conveniently never talk about that, uh, five to two, I believe. <laughs> they hate America. And when you hate America, you lose to Canada. So fuck them. And Megan Rapinoe, <laughs> who hates America so much to the tune of, a net worth of some $10 million and she's super famous and beloved everywhere, even though all she does, like there's like this whole industry of shitting on America. Right. And it's like, Hey, maybe don't shit on the thing you're getting rich for, but also maybe we're the idiots. Cause I keep tuning in. I don't know, but they lost to Canada and I'm not, I'm not upset about it. <laughs> also your girl, Shikari Richardson, Aaron, uh-huh would not have meddled in the 100 meter. Yeah. She would have had to have run her best time ever to take bronze. Sure. So the narrative that she was going to be setting world records but can't because of marijuana is also not accurate. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Bakari Richardson is the runner who got caught smoking weed and got a 30-day suspension and therefore couldn't compete in the Olympics. So, yeah. but the, the narrative was, oh, they're taking away her shot at setting a world record and winning a gold medal. No, they would have done that to Megan. She's sponsored by a bunch of cabinet cannabis companies. Megan Rapinoe. Uh, I don't know. I know Nike is the one that pays her the most. All I'm saying is they said that Shikari was going to be setting world records, but she w- her very best ever personal time would have been best for bronze. So she would have had to have run better than her best time. And she was still a good clip off of the, the girl who won. All three, gold, silver, and bronze, were from Jamaica. Oh, neat. I and think so. There's like 7 million people in Jamaica. I'm surprised <laughs> they don't have more swimmers. And they have, the, they have like the it's nine a- fastest runners on the planet. So... You they should me. they should have more swimmers it's an island australia which is the biggest island uh, does a does a good job in swimming okay this makes sense i've this also enjoyed sense. watching the rowing um talk about upper body strength my god yeah i haven't been able to watch anything that's why i needed you to fill me in well that was a terrible fill-in 
Thanks. But it does give you some semblance of what's been going on. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> the women's soccer team lost to Canada, which to me is poetic because they hate America. They can hate America all they want. It's a free country. I don't care. But maybe you are properly paid if you lose in soccer. It's not like they lost in hockey to Canada, right? Like soccer? <laughs> Come on. Anyway. Yeah. You know who else lost this weekend? I feel the UFC. Ooh. And I'll put that out there. All right. The whole of the UFC. Yeah. Do tell. Do tell. Oh, uh, AJ McKee, man. <clears throat> AJ McKee was the light of my weekend. Uh, and Bellator, to be frank. Mm-hmm. The whole card, uh, even though I didn't recognize half of any of them, except for Nurmagomedovs and Magomedovs. And, and uh, Magomed shared Agamedov. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And then if it had an OV at the end, it was it was it was Khabib in the corner, and I was enjoying watching that. Okay. Um, I enjoyed watching Khabib help an opponent that his uh, his fighter injured in the fight with a body mm-hmm. kick, and he helped the guy out of the cage. <laughs> he literally supported the guy who got beat by his fighter out. It was beautiful. But man, just the whole storyline of Pitbull being the champ champ and now losing one of those belts to McKee. And I mean, Pitbull was going to go down another class and be champ champ champ. And now there's talk McKee's going to take all of the fucking belts. Um, and then it's like, you know, where's he in the UFC rankings? I'd be interested in seeing where AJ McKee might fall in there. So did and, one uh, of you, one of you said that he was, you said that that fight was their version of uh, Connor and Khabib. Is that correct? No, they, they compared it to Connor Aldo. Con- oh, and which one like- is McKee? Is he Aldo or Connor? Connor. Connor. Okay. Because he's the upstart and and uh pitbull is the established the established champion okay mm. yeah they, you know they talked a lot of shit and they talked about beating up each other's family members oh. <laughs> it was fantastic yeah there's some Thanks. great trash talking as well because uh apparently aj mckee is from uh long compton. Beach or compton yeah he's from he's from long beach according to sure dog yeah and uh snoop dog uh put out a little video you know kind of <laughs> encouraging him and then pitbull responded it was fantastic mm-hmm. just talking shit about uh last time he had a hit and you know he would uh beat him after the fight it was you know just wonderful trash talking mm-hmm. snoop dog was talking trash on aj mckee no he was talking trash uh he was encouraging aj to you know do well and whoop that ass yeah so to speak. and then uh pitbull responded you know it's not the greatest because he has a quite thick brazilian accent mm-hmm. um but it was hilarious okay I, I encourage i encourage everyone to watch it <laughs> i would like to see him fight snoop dog yeah. <laughs> kind of one yeah. one leg kick one lower leg kick and then he's done <laughs> oh i don't even know if it gets that far to be honest yeah I like this right here. Six knockouts, seven submissions, five decisions. That's a good, that's a good balance. He's a Swiss army knife, man. McKee, yeah. McKee and watching him fight is uh, he's a Swiss army knife in terms of offense and defense mm-hmm. as well. Um, 
he his fight IQ is just really really high for only being 26 but then again he was raised in a gym I mean he was fucking raised by Rampage pretty much and he grew up in and around Bellator and in and around MMA and strictly MMA not just the individual disciplines merging we're talking yeah. about MMA as its own art um so I I'd love to he fought that was a featherweight he's the featherweight champ um pitbull is still the lightweight champ uh but there's discussion of uh pitbull's brother also fighting in there somewhere he's also one of the big yeah they said that his brother patricky is the uh, technically the number one challenger in the lightweight division but i don't think they're gonna fight each other (laughs) oh yeah because they'd be fighting each other for the belt at at lightweight it's like Uh, the like the boxing mm-hmm. brothers whose names well this is unacceptable what were their names ryan help me out uh the two big russians come on uh oh uh vladimir and vitali vladimir uh, vitali <laughs> you guys both starts with it starts with a k <laughs> vitali not that uh, and, and he's and he's not the this is ridiculous klitschko, klitschko my god jesus unbelievable <laughs> okay vladimir was the better one in my defense um all right so where do you put him then i i because i don't know shit about uh bellator so he's 18 and 0 where do you put him at 145 he, he's good i'll say this uh you know how like a lot of people try to get a sound bite out of Dana White from from like champs from other promotions and he goes yeah well, because you know, Dana White will give you a sound bite so yeah, anybody in my <laughs> top 10 will smash their champion right and he said something today to the effect of uh we'll see when he's mm. out of his contract like yeah. uh obviously they're they'll probably make an attempt to bring him over yeah and uh AJ McKee said the same thing that he said you know as long as I keep fighting elite competition and i can bring in a paycheck you know obviously money's a a big important factor Mm -hmm. that he'd be uh he'd be open to any discussion so the real story is like what does what does bellator do to keep him obviously they're probably paying him way more money than they would be in the ufc but got a million dollar bonus for his win so a million dollar bonus yeah Yeah. for the win it was for the tournament right yeah, for this bracket three fight tournament. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're not getting a million dollar bonus from Dana yeah. White. No. No. Yeah. Uh he uh if you if you scroll down to lightweight Dom, uh I know that Pitbull beat Chandler. Okay. He did. I'd probably put him fourth. I'd probably put him ahead of Chandler if yeah, he was not in even the, not even that long ago. Yeah, if he was in the UFC right now, I'd put him in there right above Chandler. McKee? Although after that loss, sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm uh, talking about McKee. I'm talking about Pitbull. I would oh, okay. put Pitbull right below Chandler. Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, at featherweight, I wouldn't know where to put McKee. It, at, at, uh, sorry, at lightweight. At featherweight, I would probably put McKee at sixth. I can see him having trouble with what? Korean Zombie, uh, Calvin Cater, Yair's. I don't. Josh Emmett, mm, Dan Ige, Edson, and eh, he would have trouble with them. 
AJ McKee would would be able to get past a lot of these guys. Hmm. I mean, it's it's open. It's up for. There's so many variables that could happen there. Uh, I honestly think my first impression would be that he he would take Calvin Cater down and probably submit him just because he's that well rounded. I would be interested to see how well he matches up with uh, Yair Rodriguez. That would be interesting. Who I guess is now they they pre-announced it without even it being signed off on, but he's yeah. back on with uh, Max Holloway for Max a fight Holloway. in November. Yeah. I heard about that today. So then they're yep. not going to give Max a title shot after Volkanovski and Ortega. I guess he could fight. I guess oh, time-wise, I guess that makes sense. Time-wise they're going to fight around the same time. And then okay. if he wins, he, he gets the, he gets the victor of that, that yeah. fight, which will, are we are we thinking that's going to be Brian Ortega? I think I think, so. I, I think it's going to be Brian Ortega. He's just so much bigger than Volkanovski yeah. and just can do he can do it all. Mm-mm. So good on the ground. Yeah. And then he is so gets good. smoked. By I Hall saw Hall. that uh, Cody uh, was also flyweight official for December. Was announced today. Yeah, fucking Kai Kara France. The yeah. man with three names. Really? Yeah. 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 That's a so good step in. That's a good they, entry for him. What are they going to do? Askarov for Marina then? Uh, good question. Or are they going to go immediate rematch? Because if Figueredo wants it, I suppose that's fair. But it didn't seem like he did. I, I guess the way the UFC has been going, they could strip Brandon Moreno at any time, right? <laughs> if we're being <laughs> honest. He caught a cold. I'm sorry. You're going to have to vacate. We're going to do an intro yeah. championship. Dumb. Since co- since you've got uh, very high thoughts of Cody, I do. Um, how do you feel about them putting Cody in at up against number seven? I yeah. So this division for me, and I could be wrong. I think from three down, three to fifteen are mm. fifteen to three. As far as I'm concerned, none of them are any. It's not like Alex Perez is that much closer to being able to be the champ than sure. Tyson Nam or Amir Albazi is. So I think. But does his beating Kaikara France put him in that picture? Like, no, I, th- I think I think he's in the picture already. I, maybe they have a third fight with Figueroa lined up for Moreno, and they just haven't announced it yet. I did like Figueroa saying he wants Trilogia. <laughs> I saw it on his. He was tweeting on Instagram. He wants the trilogia. Yeah, I can't say that in Portuguese, but that's as close as I'm gonna get. <laughs> and you know what? We thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I I imagine Cody will knock out Kai Kara France, right? We're we're making some assumptions here, you right? Think so if he's dropping down ten pounds, uh. You know, he's a boxer. Uh, he's He relies on speed. Obviously, has a lot of power. But Cody? is that is he yeah. going to be as fast against guys that are 125? Plus, there's a lot more diversity. I mean, Cody has a wrestling background as well, but he doesn't really use it very often. You think he's going to have to be a little bit more diverse to be effective against a lot of these flyweights? Uh, when was the last time Cody was even on the ground with someone? Uh... Font took him down twice, uh, but didn't stay there. Yeah, not yeah. for a sustained he, amount of time. He got back up right away. Yeah. Uh, Munoz this weekend against Aldo. I heard something uh, weird about that fight, or an interesting fact, not weird, but they I were think born it's gonna... two days apart. 
yeah Aldo's so much older but mm-hmm. you realize that he's it's not even that old he's just been fighting since he was a fucking teenager yeah yep. yeah and tj tj is older than aldo that's crazy to think of that's weird because it Man. feels like when connor knocked out aldo it was like 50 years ago yeah yeah it really does feel like it was forever ago shit well we're not talking about connor on this episode are we dumb Jeez. Well, no we're not, bring him up. I... you have to bring him up every time i know every I, time but i can't think of aldo without <laughs> thinking of that so uh they also announced uh in october two fights that i'm excited about first uh tai tuivasa who just fought mm-hmm. is gonna fight walt harris which is pretty interesting okay at heavyweight um so I'm pretty curious about how that's going to go. Why isn't uh, Tai Avasa ranked? I think that's why. <laughs> I because think he's fighting Walt Harris? He's, he's going to fight Walt Harris, and that's going to get him into the rankings again. Because okay. Ty used to be ranked. ranked. Yeah, I think he'd had some bad losses, too. Like, he had Loss. some stinkers. Mm-hmm. Who won this one? Overeem did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Loss. Harris almost took him out in the first Man. round and then he gassed. Yeah, it got overturned, I think, to a no contest. That might be why there's no score there. Yeah, I think there might have no. been a positive test before uh, over. For, oh, no, look at that's all natty. Come on. <laughs> that's not even the ring. <laughs> the that's not even the Uber ring. Here. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh uh, man, Uberim was the days. When he was Uberim, it was the best. Honestly, if you want, like, hey, what does natural versus steroids look like? This is a perfect picture. Yeah, it's Walt like, Harris versus Alistair Overeem, anybody who's watching. This is what chicken and brown rice and sweet potatoes looks like. This is what Deco looks like. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, so that one looks cool. But did you hear about the middleweight bout that got booked for October 23rd? Nope. Uh, Paulo Costa and Marvin Vittori. They're both coming off their losses to Izzy and they're fighting each other. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun. Why? Why is that fun? Did you see two towers and watch a bunch of orcs fighting each other? (laughs) Fair. Okay, fair. Are you so he's like so Paulo Costa is like the hot elven prince, right? And Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori is the orc. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah. (laughs) I have a lot of Italian dreams and none of them look anything like Marvin Vittori. (laughs) Uh, I just I just want to be very clear. All right, that's cool. A man with your last name, I trusted. Uh yeah, well, you know. (laughs) Uh but man, yeah, the 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 Bellator event this past weekend, uh just a lot of finishes. Uh lot of excitement mm-hmm. uh variety you know you had your you had the real spectrum of mma uh at that event um but man uh i'm down to talk about strickland and hall i'm down to talk about the rest of that event and uh what we can say about it based on what's happened so as as the two of you know i didn't watch so go ahead. <laughs> yeah two, two things uh sean strickland they just announced he's going to fight Luke Rockhold. Yeah. Luke Rockhold is coming back. So he's going to fight him mm-hmm. in his uh, next fight later this year. Okay. Uh, which I think is cool. Um, 
obviously we'll have to see how well Luke Rockhold's leg holds up because that thing is, you know, not been in the best of shape. And I think if it goes to the ground, that could be interesting because uh, apparently okay, Sean well, Strickland has a good has a good ground game. He's the best looking guy on earth. So there's that. He's pretty <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Uh, and then, Luke Rockhold doesn't on, kill you Luke with Rockhold. his good looks. He's gonna kill you what with his fuck, fists. man. Of course, of course, you have a body like that. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. Uh, and the other th- coolest thing was uh, Cheyenne Bays, mm-hmm. right? That she had that awesome head kick knockout that almost was a DQ because the person's hand just came off the ground mm-hmm. before she connected. Um, but then she was talking about how she was like fifteen thousand dollars in debt just to move out to Vegas. Mm. to pursue fighting and when dana when they when they announced that she got a performance of the night bonus you know she got pretty emotional it was it was uh you know not to be too sentimental but it was pretty it's pretty it, tough it was it was a uh, definitely head kick to me in the feels that's for sure head kick right in the feels oh, good uh it really did all right she, uh, wait, okay, F. Mary Kill, Cheyenne Bays, Gloria DePaula, and Chris Cyborg. <laughs> uh, hmm. Me. And Let's for those see. of you who aren't familiar with F. Mary Kill, that stands for. <laughs> it stands for what? <laughs> Try and fuck this person. <laughs> Because there's not a chance in hell, dude. That makes it sound kind of rapey. I, 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 <laughs> right. I, I um, we assume it's consensual. Consensually right. fuck this person, consensually wed this person, and consensually assist them in suicide. All right, so uh, let's see. I'll, 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 uh, I'll have the consensual with the uh, Gloria. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'll marry Cheyenne. Yeah, and oh, I uh, get it. I'll help uh, Cyborg move on into the next life. <laughs> uh, well, I'll marry Cyborg since she'll kill me before I can kill her. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll take uh, Cheyenne is is stunning. She's a knockout. Hey. Hey. I don't really yeah. like. I'm a fan of Cheyenne buys face. That was a good fight, though, for the for the minute it lasted. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, mm-hmm. um, and I think that it'll be fun to see her in straw weight. That's for sure. Um, did can I ask you a question about the main event? Yeah, Ryan. I'll ask Ryan since, as we know, Dominic did watch. Sure didn't. Did Sean Strickland look awesome, or did Raya Hall look terrible? Uh, it was a little of both. If, if I'm being completely honest. After the first round, like when uh, Safe Saud uh, was talking to Uriah Hall and he just looked at him, you're like, no, he's done. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like kind of just staring off and uh, not really engaging. I mean, he was saying, the, you know, the necessary things. Yes. Yes, sir. You got it. Yep. Yes, sir. But. Uh, you could it tell just, it was not processing. No, he was he was just he was staring off. Mm-hmm. And and Sean Strickland, I, I don't know if he sat down any of the rounds, but I know for the, at least the first three rounds, he did not take a stool. That he was just pacing back and forth, waiting to get to get back in there and just start 
punching him up. You know, it, it was a, it's essentially turned into a boxing match. Yeah. Very few leg kicks. What? Let me ask you this specifically, Ryan, but Aaron, you can answer too. I gave you permission. <laughs> Would anything scare you more if you're sitting and huffing and puffing on a stool and your opponent is pacing in their corner? I would be, yeah, I would be legitimately concerned. Yeah, yeah, it's like the meme where the little dog is is in the the bus and he's or, or whatever, and he and it's all on fire, and he's like, "This is fine," or whatever. Maybe I'm mixing up a couple memes, but yeah. I would be legitimately concerned. Uh, he's like, "This dude's not even fucking tired." Yeah, I would be on the problem. I would be added to the list of fighters who have pooped themselves in the octagon mm-hmm. if that happened. Mm-hmm. I, uh, brown pants. <laughs> I think Sean Strickland will beat Luke Rockhold, though. I, uh, uh, and, but here's the thing. Here's one of the problems that this fight didn't, didn't do for me is uh, last time Strickland lost was a head kick. Like he's, his vulnerability has been high kicks. He, did, he, he gets really suckered into low kicks and blocking low and, and forgets up high. Luke Rockhold's an excellent kickboxer. If he deploys that and his leg is is up to snuff, like you're pointing about, Ryan, yeah. I think he would have a good shot. But Strickland has too much pressure, too many jabs. His his distance management is amazing. So uh, just just so you guys know, if you try to and yeah, I, I'm using Bing images today. The seventh way to refine your Luke Rockhold search is barefoot. Oh. <laughs> Some kinky motherfuckers, and yeah, then also Lou Rockhold junk. <laughs> we gotta fill in one of those like Google auto search. Damn, I hope these, I hope that nights. got a laugh. Yeah, I need to switch. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. You think yeah. Strickland will beat Luke Rockhold? Cool. Yeah. Uh, Just by recent activity alone, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta think. When did he last fight? Yeah, who did Luke Rock Rock Luke Rockhold? Rock Luke Rock Luke Hold would also be a Rock Rock Ludes. Was it? He is Jan Jan. Blahovitz. I forgot about that. Nineteen, not that long ago. Huh. Yeah, I remembered Yoel. I forgot that that he got knocked out by Jan. Huh. Oh well. Hey man, there's Leoto Machida. And I mean, I just have to say, if you watch AJ McKee and Pitbull's fight, it ended very similarly to the Jones Leoto fight. Um, not as dramatically, but same submission. It was beautiful. Hey, speaking of, he's also fighting in Bellator. Leoto, man, yeah. that list of losses. It's a Talk lot. Leoto Machida is one of those guys, though, who's look at who he's lost to. Like, he's lost to some of the best. Like, mm-hmm. it's even his last three fights, which you could say he was very aged, and he obviously in Bellator against Gegard Mousasi, Phil Davis, and Ryan Bader. Like, those guys were all kind of out of their, not out of their primes yet. But, uh, damn, poor guy. Where, what weight class did they fight at? With Leota Machida. Uh, that would be light heavyweight. So Machida went up? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, can't I, like, I like Ryan Bader. 
Mm-hmm. He's 38. Yeah. Dear boy. That's hard to believe, man. That is hard to believe. Yeah. I'm I'm excited that Corey's getting a chance to fight him. I don't think Corey has a chance, but uh I like Corey Anderson. He's one of those guys that I was rooting for when he left the UFC. Uh because he was he's on a he was on a tear and he just kind of had love one loss or something, and they were like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, yeah. come on, man. And he's a Texas guy, so I mean that's why. <laughs> God, I love my Texas guy. I'm 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 a little bothered by your Texas thing. Your Texas, uh, your Texas bias. <laughs> it happens. You move here, and it happens. Hey, fight of the year, by the way, was that Barbarina fight? Jesus, uh, Brian Barbarina, Jason Witt. Fight of the year. <laughs> that that was up- very very good. A Barbarina almost came back at the end of round three and knocked this guy out. Yeah. That would have been that would have been insane, and then that Melsic Bagdasarian, uh, his head kick knockout of Colin Anglin was was pretty nice. Another mm-hmm. another Dagestani. Um, How did my guy Jared Gooden look? Uh, it was a very quick <laughs> fight. His right hand was not technically sound, but it knocked him out. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it looked like it was all arm. There was no shoulder. It was very strange. I mean, if you look at the the way he like loaded up and it's almost like just an afterthought and it just yeah. hit him on the jaw sure <laughs> yeah that was just a button puncher right there <laughs> uh, okay. clicked his ticket if you will um anything but- from the prelims like i was not my girl ashley yoder I-, I don't know how much longer this is gonna go for her yeah she got her ass kicked friend <laughs> of friend of the show Friend of friend, right. friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that great looking for her. I gotta say. Okay. Well, you know, this wasn't a very exciting event this past week, but we have one coming up, and uh, that's in a couple of days. That's it's, that's and is that a numbered event? Are we gonna do our picks? It is. Is this UFC... gonna be Ryan Ryan's inaugural pick? Uh, two sixty five, right, or two sixty six? 265. 265. Yeah, we have to do picks. Uh-huh. Um, I am 100% in on getting Ryan in on this. 100%. And uh, we're going to go through. And now, I think, go ahead. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I want to hear what you were going to say. Uh, I was just going to say, I feel like we should also pick the featured prelim as a backup in case one of the main events. Oh, that's a good idea. You're talking about this one right here? Yeah, and also because I like, idea. I also love Bobby Green, so I want to okay. be able to pick him. Oh, I love a guy with a sick head tattoo. We'll get there. Uh, that's <laughs> a good idea. Have you guys been watching Embedded this week? I have not watched any yet. Okay, I have, so we can Aaron, discuss and Brian, can, Ryan, and Ryan can probe. Not a spoiler, because also this is not the type of thing that spoilers matter for. Aaron, yes. Do you what what have you noticed through three episodes of Embedded? There's something that sticks out to me. I'm curious if it sticks out to you, but I don't want to say it. About I need a I need a funnel okay, here. It's, it's about one of the fighters. <laughs> about one of the fighters. Yeah, I'm not gonna say which one because that's a giveaway. I what about what? Just something I have noticed. Okay, uh, so okay, you well, have you haven't noticed it then. Okay, I have not. 
it's not jumping out to me it seems obvious but i also was thinking it while i've been watching it so of course it's obvious to me i nope it's well um, outside of i will say that something you have pointed out is that if it's a good embedded it's a good card yeah and embedded has been good you think so it has been good okay i don't know that i specifically agree that's the only thing i've noticed okay i'm gonna say it Derek lewis looks trim he does he looks good in his last fight too he looks like like he's concentrated on maybe dropping some weight i'm gonna be we're recording this on wednesday i'm gonna be very curious to see what he weighs in at yeah very very curious to see what he weighs in at yeah I am too. Because he looks trim. And he, in the most recent episode, he was getting uh, like cryogenic therapy. And he was basically saying, like, I didn't really care about taking care of my body. It's like, no shit, Derek. We we can see you. Uh, but, yeah. But man, a trim Derek Lewis to me is one that I'm concerned with. He's, he's scary, man. Uh, Embedded has really, this is a strange thing. Embedded has made me want to lean more towards Derek. It's made me want to um, because of that reason. He looks so good. He looks on it. uh, But he also seems very much himself, uh, which is good, especially being he's fighting in Texas, which he's never lost in Texas. And that's good. Uh, But I have to say, Cyril Gone is, I watched his fight library and i mean with his muay thai background he is not to be fucked with and he's a likable motherfucker yeah he like was going off on how much he liked french french prince and he was quoting the martin lawrence show on embedded while he was buying basketball shorts like and this is a guy who was born and raised in paris like come on he's he's quoting martin lawrence (laughs) Yeah, and he's only been doing MMA for five years. So, uh, does man, he do MMA or does he just do Muay Thai in an MMA fight? <laughs> I guess that's a good question. He's won a couple by submission, two or three. Okay. So yeah, De- a trim Derek Lewis is a scary Derek Lewis to me. Like a patient, patient Francis is a scary Francis, but I just have trouble betting against Sirogan. Look at the line. Sirogan is a minus 350 favorite. Derek is a plus 270. The value is on Derek, right? But yeah. But man, Vegas always knows, man. They <laughs> always know. And unless something weird happens, they're mm-hmm. they're not in the business of paying out. So it makes me think they're they're pretty confident Ciro's gonna win. Um fuck, I don't know. I'll be interested to hear your guys' bets on this one. Yeah. Uh well you guys discuss other fights. I'm gonna get ready to take our picks. All right. Any of these stand out to you, Mr. Ryan? Uh uh Chiesa Luque is mm-hmm. interesting considering Chiesa's been on a hot streak. And since he's moved up, you know, he's looked pretty dominant. But I really like watching Vincente Luque fight. That might just be for myself, uh, because he's very exciting. Yeah. Um, 
But I mean, in a contradictory effort, I will probably pick against him because uh, I think that Chiesa has the winning strategy to defeat him. Right? He probably will not engage on the feet. But uh, if anybody's going to do something, you know, he is also a black belt in uh, BJJ, so he could he could pose some some threats on the ground. Mm-hmm. But Chiesa has that nice pressure and then uh, ground and pound style with that, uh, I forget where he, where he trains out of in Tacoma, Washington, what, what fight camp that is, but it's a very small camp, but he's been, uh, really dominant since he moved up to welterweight. Do you think the winner of this, that's a sick tiger tattoo. I love that. <laughs> Look at that. That's right. Uh, I think that the winner of this fight is probably right there in that Usman Covington Burns Edwards discussion, right? Cause you figure wonder boy falls down. Mm-hmm. Leon Edwards to me is the name. If I was thinking about this, if anyone maybe has a shot at Camaro, it might be Leon Edwards. You think he would just wait to to fight Lee, uh, Camaro after he fights Colby? Because I, I I heard that you're talking about Leon. Yeah. Right? Oh, I don't know. Colby and Colby and uh, Camaro are going to fight in November. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying the fight is imminent. I'm just saying I don't think Colby Covington can beat him. I don't think Gilbert Burns can beat him. To me, if anyone can, it's that super polished stand-up of Leon Edwards, but probably not, right? Probably not. Probably not. Chiesa would pose an interesting challenge, and I say interesting mm-hmm. uh, because – Kiesa is so well-rounded. And I mean, he tore through Ultimate Fighter before having a couple of learning experiences, as I'll call his losses. Um, Because, I mean, even when he lost to Kevin Lee, that was questionable. That was like, he didn't even, he didn't tap, he didn't go out. The ref just thought he went out. Um, And uh, so, like, that was probably the biggest blemish on his record. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that Michael Chiesa with a win over Luque would pose a very interesting threat uh, to Leon Edwards or Camaro. Uh, I, I think he'd be interesting in that conversation too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or Luque wins and he, he moves into that discussion. I think yeah. Yeah, welterweight, if Camaro Usman didn't exist, welterweight would be very interesting. Yeah. But it's just, it's hard for me to pick against him. Mm-hmm. welterweight welterweight would be lightweight where you could legitimately see one through well champ through four mm-hmm. with a sprinkle of like five through 11 in some yeah. capacity maybe having a shot at it yeah um, this, hey a total total aside but it's lightweight related did you see uh islam makhachev was booked against rafael dos anjos as well so that'll be fun <sighs> okay <laughs> yeah anyway Oh, uh, <laughs> I guess you can't really make the argument he should fight one of the guys ahead of him yet. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, Justin's gonna fight Michael Chandler. We didn't talk about that. Oh that my! Also happening at Madison Square Garden. That's when when on on the Usman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's gonna be coming most likely. Oh, okay. It's be fantastic. Yeah. Who do you guys have early in that fight? Gaethje. Gaethje. Gaethje is such a problem. He's, he's, his fucking name should be the problem. He is such a problem for so many guys, except Khabib. <laughs> Which and, you know, and Dustin Poirier. And Dustin, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the thing, man. Is we all know the best fighter in that division is not the champ, right? Yeah. So yeah, 
Uh, well, do you went toe to toe and, and Poirier knocked him out in the fifth round though when they fought? So I, I'll be God, Poirier is so that. good. Poirier is so fucking good. So good. <laughs> There's, I mean, at some point, I, I'm literally wearing my Roots of Fight Conor McGregor shirt today, but <laughs> Dustin Poirier, me loving Conor McGregor doesn't mean Dustin Poirier is not an absolute fucking mm-hmm. killer. So, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's pop in and we'll uh, let's get on that prelim. All right, can we establish some rules? Yeah. Do you want me to establish some rules or do you Yeah, want well to you are you are the keeper of the grounds and keys, right? Yeah. Keep, <laughs> keeper of the keys and what's his other title? Keeper of the keys and something. Keeper of the grounds and Hogwarts. Yeah. yeah. yeah Thank yeah, you. Right. I will be your Hagrid. Um yeah, well, hey. Let's uh, go, Rubius. <laughs> uh well the ground rules <laughs> are as such. Well, we're making three picks. Uh we're making the winner then the method and the round mm-hmm. and that gives you a total of three potential points for each fight and uh we're gonna pick uh i think six fights this time around we got five in the main and we'll check we'll check out the the main event of the prelims main fight and uh we'll do that one too just in case one of the pay-per-view guys falls off because of a like it cut or something like that uh I think we'll start. Do you have inside info? Is somebody going to miss weight? No, I'm just saying we've seen COVID tests pop recently. We could have been picking Amanda Nunes right now. And uh, instead, (laughs) we're picking Amanda Nunes to beat COVID instead. Uh, (laughs) Feels likely. (laughs) It feels pretty likely. Um, She'll be the champ, 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 champ. Um, So the the prelims main fight is... Mm -hmm. Bobby King Green versus Rafael Ataman Fiziev. And uh, I've never heard of the second guy, uh, but I love Bobby <laughs> Green. <laughs> Bobby Green's the fucking man. I'm sorry. He comes out. Hey, here, that's not bad. And, uh, and, and I like him a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, uh, I'm not making him as my pick. But I like him. So uh, let's start with this one. Does anybody have a pick on this already? I'm going to defer because my answer is not a real one. Okay. I'll go with uh, Fazeev, uh unanimous decision. Okay. Okay. Aaron, how is Bobby King Green going to win? By losing in a unanimous decision to Rafael Fizeev. Oh, that so was you, my pick too. <laughs> oh, you're picking Fizeev. Yeah. All right. I then am. I'm here's the thing. I am a tattoo enthusiast and connoisseur. I have I love Bobby Green's head tattoo. I don't know enough about either of these fighters to make an educated cho- choice. So I will also choose Fizeev. But you know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna go with Bobby Green. <clears throat> Why not? By unanimous decision. Okay. So we all have UD in that fight. Beauty. Ryan and I. So we have... get a we get a point for getting the fighter correct. We get a point for getting the round correct and a point for getting the method correct. Yeah. Beauty. All right. Song Yadong versus Casey Kenny. Nice fun one. Uh, you know, Ryan gave us his pick first on this one. I'll give mine on this. Uh, I'm gonna go with Song Yadong here. 
and I'm going to go by unanimous decision. And if you watched him fight, he's exciting. I mean, he's fast. He's really, really fast. He's got a really excellent fight IQ. Um, he's smart, man. He's just smart. I feel like he's going to adapt and and probably win the later rounds. Okay. Man, these guys are evenly matched, aren't they? At least statistically. Um, I'm going to go Casey Kenny by decision. Because I don't think Song Yudong is a decision fighter, and I don't think that Casey Kenny is a knockout fighter. And they're both coming off losses. Oh, well, then I got Yudong round two TKO. Oh. There's the change up. And also, we do TKO KO. You know, well, those two are the same. They're the same. Beauty. We got Mm -hmm. those. We've got those marked. That song for Aaron and Ryan. Dom has Casey Kenny. And Ryan, you've got TKO round two. Tisha Tiny Tornado Torres, number 10 against Angela Overkill Hill, number 12 in uh, women's bantam weight, or are they flyweight? Um, flyweight straw weight straw weight straw weight straw weight shit 115 man yeah. angela seemed so much bigger than that i saw her yeah with... did you go to invicta 17 with us when we saw rachel fight dumb no because I, I know it was a lot of people it was no. just a bunch of oh beep people. that no it doesn't matter yeah i'll be uh, <laughs> but uh... no i did not <laughs> and i saw angela hill there and um She's a lot bigger in person, mm-hmm. even though she's five three, and all of us are clearly taller than that by a foot. Um, um, yeah, you know what? It's so funny. Speaking, Ryan, of Russell Westbrook, which we were at the beginning of the show, I saw him at a Mastro's once in Orange County, okay, the steakhouse, and this particular one in Costa Mesa has like a like a relatively narrow hallway that you walk in through, and as I was walking out, Russell was walking in, and this is how all pro athletes are they are so big <laughs> they're, they're they're the biggest and they just they just have a different way that they move and i remember thinking like i recognized him this was probably 2014 that i saw uh westbrook and i remember thinking like oh all right well there are levels to being a human and that's one of them and i'm a different one right so yeah <laughs> He's better at everything, right? So uh, it makes sense that Angela Hill would would appear bigger than 5'3", 115 in person. Because um, oh. I think that's how all... I saw Shaq in person too once, uh, just two years ago, and took a picture with him. And I sent it to my dad. And my dad goes, oh, that's a cool uh, wax statue you saw. I'm like, hey, bro. <laughs> that's fucking Shaquille O'Neal, actually. Um that's a hundred percent true story. And you, you don't even understand how big Shaq is except when you're literally right next to him. And it, it doesn't even, it doesn't like the math and your brain starts to be like, Oh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know what to do with this. Hey, wh- so one of our good friends is well, that we haven't spoken with in a while. So maybe mm-hmm. not the best of friends is seven one. And uh, we worked with him for many years. Yeah, he was 6'8 and couldn't dunk, but whatever. But he was not an athlete. 
and no. like and you could tell but it's but still mm-hmm. being in the presence of somebody that's an abnormal size is it, it is yeah and you know it, in and i mean my god the chances that he's listening much less realizes we're talking about him is basically zero but you and I both know, Aaron, that if like something had happened and everyone had suddenly had to, to run very fast away, he would have struggled, right? Like, yeah, he would have. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that sort of size. He was not 7'1", and he couldn't dunk. I have it on good authority. He was anyway, 7'1"? No, he wasn't. He was yes, like 6'10". He, he was like 6'10". All right, this is, there is literally okay. no point in arguing about this. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, I will pick first good is is angela hill from san diego i believe she is right yes she i'm is. not sure she is she uh she trains at the same gym with uh dominic cruz alliance yeah she trains at alliance um yeah she sure does chula vista uh man look at look at somebody the wrong way in chula vista let me know how that fucking goes for you um so i'm gonna <laughs> go with angela hill by knockout in the second round Ooh. So very close. I, I am I am very, very close to that pick. I also want to pick Angela Hill by knockout, uh, but it's going to be in the first round. Okay. Okay. I'm putting that in. And I've got Tisha, and I'm going to take Tisha by first round submission. Whoa. Submission. Yeah. Going to the ground. You think you're thinking, how are you uh, how are you getting to a submission? A hit, a hit, and then uh falling her to the ground, maybe slapping on her rear naked. She she's not gonna try I here's the thing is she's beat Angela already, and she did it by holding her on the ground. Uh to me, I feel like the evolution in Tisha's game to demonstrate ev- evolution, uh sorry evidence of evolution in her game is going to be to finish the fight got it where she beat her the first time and that's my opinion that's Uh, fair uh can either one of them beat rose uh uh well i don't know is it really i think you really don't know I say no. I'd say no i would say no but tisha looked really good when she beat the shit out of nunez's wife um, yeah, Nina. And uh, just because you're just because you're married to Nina doesn't mean yeah, you, just, doesn't mean you're good. Just because you share the same last name, she yeah. has a Nunez victory on yeah, her record. Okay, okay, <laughs> sure. Now I'm picking Tisha by first round sub. I think okay. she's going to go to round early and want to finish it uh, to prove something that she belongs higher up in this division. So you realize she's she has won exactly one fight by submission, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How many right. has Angela won? Zero. That's why I picked her by knockout. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is my, how I gamble on sports. What do the percentages tell me to do? My, and then and then, fighter, and then and then I lose my money that every means time. That my That's how I do it. Has has won one hundred percent more fights by submission <laughs> than your fighter. <laughs> That's fair. Absolutely. That's fair. <laughs> Except I'm at a point at several las vegas casinos where i walk up to the sports book and they go hey man you want to just give us the money instead we don't have to print you the ticket i'm like hey man fuck you also 
here's 50 bucks. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> it's like the family guy joke where he's like, I'd like to bet $100 on sports, please. And she's like, you don't want to pick anything? He's like, no, just take it. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. All right. Man, I, 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 gotta, I have Rose, to, we all know it. I have to go with Ryan whenever I go gambling because Ryan's my good luck charm. Is he? Uh, I think you're my good luck charm. Every time Aaron teaches me how to play something, I, I end up Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, the next time you're out here, we're all gonna go to a Native American casino I won't name. Oh, that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, that sounds good. And they have the craps machine with the dice that's I listen, I can sit at that for 10 hours and I'm not joking. Hey, I can't wait to come out there. I'm gonna be out there. Like I said, I might be out there within a month to sign some papers. I love it. And uh my business partner already told me I have to stay out there for an extra week to do some video and photo work. I love it already it looks like i'll be out there to hang again soon and and drink some thc beverages and get obliterated stoned next to you guys while you guys wonder if i'm okay Uh, oh we don't wonder sitting very quietly no we don't we don't wonder we don't wonder i'm like hold on we just know the fight's about to start you guys are just like dude this is a commercial (laughs) we're like aaron it's 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 tuesday (laughs) what are you (laughs) what what are you talking about fucking hundred milligrams is still in my system uh thank you uh so much for hosting again ryan and i look forward to the next one (laughs) i'll I'll host the next one for sure nice cool you can you guys can schlep out here in the words of the good doctor we'll drink some some fine local wine yeah and go from there beautiful that sounds good okay it's not a bad place to get local wine it's it's one of the best in the state it's not the best but it's one of yeah all right, <laughs> all right. chizea luke we're really getting into the meat of things here chizea right Chiz- that's definitely Chiz- not how you say his name chizea <laughs> Kiesa, Michael. Wow. Kiesa. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> what's what subject do you teach? He's fighting Vincenzo Luck. I have. Um, I have. Hey, <laughs> hey. What language is that? Michael Kiesa. It's Italian. No, it's not. That's like Brazilian. It's definitely not Brazilian. You know what? Fuck both of you. My. <laughs> Listen. Do I have an undergrad in English? Yeah, I do. Is that an English word? No, it's not. Uh, Chiesa is Italian, which means okay. church. Well, wow. Hmm. That well, explains two, his two things background. I should know, giving my heritage and the artwork on my right arm. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Google. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's my turn. Uh, right. This one. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to go vintage Chiesa's coming out on this shit going to the ground uh i think we're gonna have some overwhelming dominance by kiesa on the ground mm-hmm. i don't think he's gonna sub vincente though so i'm gonna go kiesa by ud entertaining fight though good fight if it's on the feet the more entertaining it will be yeah, the more it stays on the feet, the more I would uh, favor Vincente. But I also am going to go Chiesa uh, UD here. All righty. <sighs> okay, so here's how I look at this. Um, one, his tiger tattoo is sick. That, yeah. is, that is a fantastic. Better than Connor's. Oh, much better. 
and I don't actually even hate Connors for the style, but the orange is is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so my initial thought, if I'm trying to win our contest, is to say Kiesa by submission. And I want to say in the third round, the problem is his fights just barely get to the end of the second round on average. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm really kind of just now dive, deep diving into UFC's advanced stats uh, upsets me, but I'm gonna go Chiesa by submission in the second round. I think that's but a I good don't pick. but I don't feel great about it. I feel great about that pick because that's really what I was flirting with. Uh, I would. I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I'm. I was just. I, I was gonna say that before I made my decision. The toughness of Luke. A, is definitely real um but uh he he's a knockout guy and if he doesn't get the knockout uh he's got to win by a decision and he's not going to do that against kiesa in my opinion so yeah i agree with that so for me what i what i'm what you know the stat i'd really like to see and maybe one of the two of you could help me how many submissions happen like after the two and a half minute mark of the second round or the two and a half minute mark of the third round, if it's a five round fight, how many submissions happen in the second half of the fight? To me, it feels like if you can't get a guy early by submission, you're not going to get them. I could be wrong. It's tough because I mean, guys gas on the ground and even if they're, you know more slippery everyone's also more tired uh maybe has uh sustained some injury or fatigue Mm -hmm. so i don't think i would agree with you that i'm pretty sure it's early submissions are earlier but every fight starts standing so i guess you know it's it's tough uh, yeah, his takedown accuracy is fifty-two percent, which not too bad, given yeah, the volume. This, and then this, his defense, almost seventy, is also pretty good. This doesn't have the odds, though. You are looking at that. I have the odds. They're both. I mean, they're both. It does. I was. Oh no, it doesn't. Yeah, go ahead. Oh shit! Uh, it's because it's a coin flip. They're both yeah. minus one ten. Yeah. Like, so that's that's why it doesn't show it on the UFC site. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, this cool. uh, fight matrix shows that in welterweight division, 19.6, or let's say one out of five fights end via submission. But this doesn't give a specific uh, round, just mm-hmm. in general. Mm. Interesting, though. Yeah. Do, you guys, do you guys know the concept of what I'm saying, or am I totally off on that? I'm actually asking, because it could just be like a weird thing I'm thinking about. No, I, I get what you're saying. Like, as the fight progresses, how, how often are fights going to a submission? You know, the the eyeball test states, or would I would say from my own observations, like not as many fights are ending via submission later yeah. as opposed to earlier in the fight. Yeah. With that whole, like, discussion of people being uh, slippery. You know, there's, yeah. more, there's blood, there's sweat. People are slipping out of chokes. People are gassed. They're not able to put the right squeeze on, you know, whatever yeah. whatever uh, reason you're going to give. That's It's interesting. Well, I mean, uh, I give credit to Demetrius Johnson for two fifth-round submission victories 
in championship fights and uh uh john jones submitted chael in the fifth uh and i think he had another submission later so i mean yeah, it does so, happen yeah it but happens. the problem with that is you're talking about two of the best maybe the two best who have ever done it and all due respect to to Chiesa and yeah. Luke, they're not john jones and mighty mouse right that's like saying oh well tiger woods won x amount of grand yeah well you're not fucking tiger woods so <laughs> well uh here's a good uh what about rousey talk about a submission specialist okay no but no but the same thing like but she doesn't do it in the last rounds so yeah, like her whole thing was like sub seven seconds but she did do it in the last round maybe twice until maybe. holly home kicked her fucking head off yeah so i mean <laughs> realistically what, what you're saying is right i do think that submissions would happen earlier but uh yeah, the Rousey one is interesting. It makes me wonder if Ronda had stuck with judo, could she be winning an Olympic gold? Probably. And unless she did, and I just don't know that. Yeah. She also well, wouldn't have any a, money. She won a silver. I think she won a silver. Did she win a silver? Yeah. Pretty fucking good. Pretty judo, is, judo is for hard people, man. <laughs> judo is no joke. Hey, we um good luck to Michael then. That's the first one we all picked. Yep. Uh and uh we're going to see how rough the draft Kings is this time. And uh, Rousey won bronze 2008. Okay. Oh, nice. Even still, man, even still. Jose Aldo, Pedro, the young Punisher Munoz. Another who, uh, great tattoo on Pedro. That's Spartan. Yeah. That. All right. uh, uh, as we were talking about those fun facts earlier, Pedro two days, the senior of Jose Aldo. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, which is kind of weird considering how long Jose's been around the block. I had the last pick, so I think it's Ryan's turn. Yeah, I'm going to go Aldo here. Uh, round one TKO. Oh, wow. What uh, what brings that to your mind? Uh, just for me, like the last couple of fights that I've seen Jose, Jose uh, fight, he's been really, really good in like the first two rounds. And then I don't know if it's just it's conditioning or fatigue, whatever the case may be, you know, maybe some lack of mental engagement, but uh, he's really fallen off a cliff. But in the first couple of rounds, even when he fought uh, Piotr Jan, like Mm -hmm. that first round, he won that first round and he was throwing heavy leg kicks. And if he connects on a couple of, a couple of right hands, um, even though Pedro is super tough, right? He can take a lot of punishment. Um, we've seen Jose, uh, Jose finish a whole bunch of people. So, and, and, and Pedro is uh, pretty, pretty keen to engage. So I, I expect the more accurate striker, which I think would be Jose mm-hmm. to, uh, to land a couple of strikes and then put it on him. Uh, so that's, that's the basis of my reasoning. I, I just, I just expect it to be, one of those type of fights that's not going to be a decision. It's going to be really fun to watch. I'm excited that it's, it's moved up to a co-main and uh, both these guys are going to get some, some well-earned attention. Well, to your point, Pedro absorbs, he gets hit. Mm -hmm. Meaning he he is keen to engage. Uh, I would compare him more to like a Chad Mendez as a, than a Conor McGregor. Yeah. Chad Mendez fighting in BKFC. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aaron sent me. <laughs> well, I sent it to him. I need to. I need to just send it to the group. But yeah, I forget it was there. It moves down my chat list. Right. Yeah. 
because of all the bitches. I was gonna that... say it's all it's all the hoes, <laughs> and then me. <laughs> you know. All right. Uh, okay. Go ahead. What were you gonna pick? How you feeling, Dom? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, I hope for a good fight. It it feels like Aldo by KO. What round did you choose, Ryan? Number one. Number one. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go Pedro by KO or TKO. Same thing for the purpose of our of our argument in mm-hmm. the second round. But even then, I don't feel great about it. Okay, I'm uh, I'm picking Aldo TKO. Can, can I tell you why? I like this number right here, Landon yeah. per minute. Yeah, five point six two. See, that's what I'm. That's that's what I was thinking about also. That that Pedro lands more per minute than Aldo. However, that kind of goes back to the McGregor Mendez difference in that I think Pedro's going to move in and not take his countering opportunities. Uh, yeah, and I think that Aldo's going to uh kind of starstruck him a little bit well Um, yeah yeah and and in fairness and pedro's acknowledged that a decent amount more yeah pedro's acknowledged on embedded that he is starstruck by aldo and i think that that'll that'll have an impact um but yeah i think i'm picking aldo by knockout in the second round um okay i think that he's gotten a little bit uh more conservative with his age and uh although he'll go out there aggressive in the first i think he's gonna find a hole uh it's gonna be more important in his game plan yeah he very well could he very well could uh i also it should be noted you have to get the fighter right so if we both get ko by second round we don't get two points we have to get the fighter right yep fighter right is dependent on everything Yep. yep Yes. I hope that's a good fight. I could see either one of them ending it quickly, or it could be like a three round. Or is it? It's not a five round fight, is it? Three round. It's not. Yeah. Where we're kind of like, oh, all right, that was more boring than it should have. <laughs> I don't see how it can be with Aldo. I really can't. I can't think of a boring Aldo fight, even because he's uh, even when he's patient, his mm-hmm. kicks are so devastating that I am constantly on edge, fearing a leg break of either party. Sure, I get that. <laughs> And it seems like old fighters are breaking their legs left and right now. So um, I don't have any wood to knock on. One of you get me excited. If, anyway, if, if uh, there you go. If a leg catastrophe happens in that fight, then you can just win the whole weekend. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I just get all the points. Okay. The headliner, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, number two at heavyweight. And Cyril, I'm going to try this. Bon Kamin. I can't do the H, the GH. Kamin, which he was explaining on Embedded what that means. Uh, it's like uh, you're dumb or something or big dummy or something. It's uh, put it into Google Translate French. Good kids. What? Why good, do you? Good kids. You know what? This is my fault. I'm, I'm on there an entirely new computer setup. And... Hey, you, it was on there. It stands for good kid. And I don't have. Cool. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not emotionally there. All right. 
Um, if you were to look at these two pictures walking in to Las Vegas mm-hmm. into a sports book, <laughs> which one does the layman pick? The layman? Yeah. The layman drops a hundred or a thousand, depending on their tax bracket, on Derek Lewis and is like, I'm gonna win twenty seven hundred bucks. Because I mean, dude, he looks like a he looks like a backyard brawler is really he looks like a guy you'd see on like a, a world star or something. All due respect, but that's what he looks like. He doesn't look like a polished world class athlete, which he is. But Sirogan does. Yeah. He looks like a Muay Thai fighter. That's for sure. Zero? Yeah. 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 That Overeem look. Terrifying. He reminds me of Andre the Giant also. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that. It's the way he speaks. It's his accent because he has like the same accent. And yeah. And you know what? A little in his like cheek and, and yeah. brow structure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not totally opposed to that. Yeah. It's yeah, not, you bring I mean, it up a picture. Cyril, Cyril's much better looking, but it's not all the way off. <laughs> uh, Dom, I think it's your chance, your your uh, first yeah. choice. I, I consider, you know, the fans would say <laughs> that I'm known for my hot takes on stuff. Uh, I think this one's going to be a a slog. You do, I do. I don't think it's going to be that exciting. I think it's going to be five rounds of Cyril playing Pepper with Derek Lewis's face, never really close to stopping him, and Derek Lewis not really figuring out that movement, and Cyril gone by decision uh, in the in round five. That's what I think. Is it as boring as in Ganu Lewis? No. Okay. Okay. It's because nothing is as boring as that. <laughs> so, truth. <laughs> I'd rather watch a WNBA game than, than Derek Lewis, Francis, and Ghana. <laughs> it's so weird that they've already fought. Can we just take a moment? Isn't that weird? Because the whole MMA community is like, let's see Derek Lewis and Francis and Ghana, the two craziest knockout artists we have. And I'm like, oh, no wait. thanks. Derek Lewis we, has already fucking beat him. <laughs> we already saw that, and it was a nightmare. Like, <laughs> anyway, it wouldn't be the same this time, I don't think. But I think Cyril, by decision, do we have to say unanimous or just decision? Just decision. Yeah, just decision after round five. I, I don't. Okay. I don't see it any other way. What's their average fight times? I'm curious. Mm going to be hard because they both really only had three round fights well Cyril gone has basically won yeah. the belt in every single thing he's fought so. Cyril's a decision guy yeah and and yeah 15 15 cool. yeah. 32 Ryan how you feel so uh <laughs> The rational part of my brain wants to say Cyril gone by decision. Um, but I, I'm have, I don't know if I visited Texas uh, in my dreams of late, but I'm, I got this feeling that Derek Lewis is going to knock him out. Uh, I just have this weird scenario playing out in my head that Cyril gone is, is going to be composed, right? He's a counter striker, but 
obviously Derek Lewis is going to want him to engage so that he can try and throw this crazy overhand right. And, uh, you know, Derek Lewis has been prone to having these weird outbursts of energy where he like rushes an opponent and has like these two massive shots. I just don't know if Cyril Gaon can take that. <laughs> um, obviously nobody's really showing a proclivity to be able to take a whole bunch of uh, Derek Lewis right hands or left hands or hammer fists uh, or anything that connects flush. So I have this weird, I have this just weird feeling that in the third round, uh, Derek Lewis is going to be somewhat desperate and maybe a little tired and is going to have this, this, this un, unconventional rush on Cyril Gaon and he's going to connect on him and he's going to knock him out in the third round. So I'm going Derek Lewis KO in, in round three. <laughs> so it's, it's not logical. <laughs> can I comment on that? Is that okay? Yeah. So you, I, you had me until you said round three, because if the, the rush argument is round one. No, look at Volkov, man. Volkov annihilated yeah. oh, oh. Lewis for five rounds, and Lewis. Yeah, see, but I don't think Cyril and Volkov are the same fighter. I, I understand what Ryan is saying when he says he has the feeling. I get this in sports all the time. I'm watching a, a Rams football game. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like the Super Bowl against the Patriots just a couple of years ago. I remember thinking like on paper, the Rams are the better team. I just have a feeling the Patriots are going to win. They did barely, but they did. You just sometimes get a feeling, right? Like Stipe is the more polished fighter than Francis. But going into that second fight, I kind of had a feeling Francis was going to win. You just can sometimes feel it. And I do understand what Ryan is saying. I don't have that feeling on this fight, but I get what you mean by that feeling for sure. Mm-hmm. I um, I have two feelings on this one. And uh, one is my feeling and one is my guess. All right. Uh, my feeling is in very strong alignment with Ryan. Uh, I view Derek as being in the right spot to get this victory. Uh, and by that, I'm pointing at his experience in MMA and he can Volkov Cyril gone and he could, he could do that. I just, I, and with somebody who's nine and oh, like Ryan was saying, he he's been in slug fests. I've watched them. He has not been hit as flushly and as hard as Derek Lewis can do. Um, and we haven't seen him face what Derek Hardy faced, which is just that one solid punch to the face right when he thinks he's winning and it just stuns him and he can't recover. And I want to see if he can recover. So I like, I see that and I feel that, but I'm impressed by Cyril Gaon's submission game and his very early IQ. And I think that he's going to take a page out of Cormier's book. And I think he will submit Derek Lewis in the first round. You, you got uh, an almost uh, synonymous or, or synchronous eye raise from both of us when you said that. Yeah. But I looked at Cyril Gon's fights. He's creative with his submissions. He's he's basic, but he executes the basics. But, but then we've talked about that and how important the basics are. And <sighs> and the thing is, is he's learning the basics of his submission game still, but he's fucking good at it. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you guys this. I'm gonna 
we're gonna take a short roundabout here. Yeah. And we're gonna stick with Marvel because fuck DC, let's be real. <laughs> Which Marvel superhero would be the worst one to fight? If you're you, or even a supervillain, doesn't matter. Which one is the biggest handful? The Hulk. Okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for Ryan's answer. Um, it's got to be the Hulk. I'm the just biggest gonna... handful. So here's the thing: the Hulk would would be the obvious answer. I love the Incredible Hulk, both MCU and comics. Mm-hmm. The problem is in uh, Infinity War, which is obviously canon. Thanos pieces him up to open the film. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Thanos. Okay, so I mean Thanos obviously would be pretty bad. No, I said superhero. I said superhero. You said or villain. No, I didn't. End. Did I'm I say or villain? Sure, I'm pretty sure yeah. you did. But uh yeah, Thanos would be an absolute bitch. We're gonna stick with the good guys, the the heroes. I'm gonna stick Which with one would Thor, be an absolute with, nightmare? I'm sticking with Hulk. Uh, with I'm with a, respect to the fact that they're all absolute nightmares, right? Thor, yeah, he's raining Thor. lightning bolts on you and shit. Nobody yeah. ever thinks, and I'm not even a huge fan of this particular character. You know who would be an absolute bitch is Spider Man. Yeah. I've seen him wrestle. I've seen him. Spider Man would be an absolute bitch because he knows where whatever you're throwing at him is coming from. To me. Cyril gone is kind of the guy that anyone is like, man, what he does is really hard to account for. You could go with Dr. Strange and he's switching dimensions and teleporting you here and there. It's all, it's all like really super fancy smoke and mirrors. I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong. Captain America. You, you have to kill him. America's ass. And he's, he's not going to stop until you kill him. Right. I'm all for it. To me, Cyril Gaon presents a problem that is uniquely difficult to solve. And to me, again, I'm not even, the, I love the Tom Holland iteration of him, but Spider-Man is not even in my top seven Marvel heroes, if even top 10, I'd have to really list them or, or find my list because I've made it for myself. And, and uh, thank you for laughing, at least sort of. And I just think Spider-Man presents a weird set of problems because the way he moves and I think that Cyril Gaon, although physically resembles nothing like Spider-Man, Cyril Gaon is there. That's just a different puzzle. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a different puzzle. It's like, it's like Khabib. It's a different puzzle to solve and nobody else. It's like, he's playing one game and everybody else is playing a slightly different, but sort of similar game. Yeah. That's how I feel. Derek Lewis is really good at flipping over the table that the puzzle's on, man. (laughs) I guess. I guess. But that assumes that Cyril Ghan has never been in there with a guy who punches before. And, you know, looking at his fights, he has not fought a Derek Lewis. He hasn't. Uh, That's because there's there's two. There's Derek Lewis and Francis. Who else hits like that? But the thing is, is I've I've watched a lot of footage of Ghan Mm -hmm. and Francis training together in the past couple weeks. And like, they're really, really similar. And I'm not who, saying who who are similar. Gone and Francis, they're very, very similar. Even their so? size is very comparable. Okay. And um, 
I think Derek would beat Nganu again if it was early Nganu, as in it is early Cyril. So it's if Cyril. Wait, who did you pick? Nganu. I picked. I picked Gon by submission. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because I think that's. I think Gon might be smart enough to learn from DC on how to beat Derek, and not by trying to learn some other method. I don't think he's gonna try and wrestle him like Curtis Blades. Oh. I think it's gonna be take him down and submit him, not take him down and hold him there. There is nothing I hate more in sports than when a guy tries something new at the most inopportune time. And it's not new. He's got no, 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 no. You're right. It's not. So. You're you're right. And and I think that learning from DC and utilizing a skill, I think on the ground, we all. If it was a jujitsu match, Sarah wins. It's not even close. Yeah. So no, you're. I'm agreeing with you when I say that. Yeah. 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 So I I think Gon's gonna take it by sub. But uh, so curious to see what Derek weighs in at. I'm very curious. So to curious. See that. He looks. He looks. Dare I say, trim. Can you find a recent picture of him? Like, well, or... in yeah, let's let's do this to to close. Oh, we got to get Ryan's pick. Did we get Ryan's pick? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No. So actually, you know what? We'll do. Yeah, you've got some of him running up the hill there. Yeah. So where's uh, episode three? Because this is where I felt like I really saw it. Hey, there's Jose. Look at him when he gets out of this cryogenic chamber. Oh, man. When he got out of that chamber and the guy says, how's the cryo feel? He said, my balls, my balls is cold. (laughs) I fucking lost it. Look at him when he gets out of this chamber, though. I need to go do cryo. He just said it right there. My balls is cold. Yeah. And then this guy high fives him. Because how many guys have you high fived about their balls in your entire life? Look at him. He looks kind of trim, dude. I I don't know if you go to him pushing the cart at the gym. Uh-huh. Or, or is that episode he, two? Uh, that I, I think, think that's that was episode, episode two. two. And then he's ep- talk, it's like so clear he doesn't like being at the gym. But look at him; oh, he doesn't yeah. look. He doesn't look like. No, nah, go, Lewis go thick, Does his, he? No, nah, he's uh. He's like sweating through his shirt. Yeah. But like when he stands up, he looks thin. He looks thin. It's like almost scary uh, to see him look that good. Hmm. So what do you think? 245? 250? I think in the 250, 255 range. But yeah, look at it. I mean, he looks kind of, I mean, super (laughs) slow with his hands. Come on, Derek. Throw those hands, buddy. Throw those hands, Derek. But he looks... He looks a little, a little trimmer than he does. I mean, he's not really attacking that that arrow bike, but you know, man, I'm gonna he's, hear he's the, a big dude. I'm gonna hear Houston getting ripped to shreds on Saturday night from Austin here uh, if he wins. You think so? Yeah. Does he great. have the whole city behind him like Boost Mobile? <laughs> Here's the problem with Derek Lewis. Look at his face. Like, right? Hang on, I'm gonna. Look at his face, not there. Gonna bring up his game face? No, the opposite. Okay, <laughs> like he's so disinterested. Like yeah. Derek. Derek. Uh, yeah. Come on, buddy. Okay. Hit the tire. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly tire. right. And the thing is, when you're when you're going up against a guy like Cyril Gone, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Yeah. Going to be interesting to see. Derek Lewis also not ranked in the men's pound for pound. Neither is Cyril gone, but that's, that's an interesting. Yeah. That they're going to be fighting for the, this, honestly, belt. the men's pound for pound rankings are fucking bullshit. So <laughs> whatever, but it is, it is a little strange. D- Dustin Poirier is the sixth best male fighter the UFC has. Okay. So Dana White's never seen him then because <laughs> it, it, we're, we live in a world where Volkanovsky is two spots above him. Fuck out of here. Like, all right. The guy who barely beat Holloway. They got his... one, two, and three right, I guess. But outside of that. Hey, uh, next week, we're going to go over our picks, of mm-hmm. course. Um but I actually don't think, I think we're hitting a little bit of a lull. So maybe I'll try and put together some, uh, some fun things. Yeah. We've got like, we got two weeks weeks till Jared Cannonier and Gastelum, which will be a good card. Uh, uh, yeah. 266 is going to be coming up faster than we know it, man. Yep. Shit. Yeah, so we've got a little Wait, bit of a that? lull. Oh, Shevchenko's fighting Lauren Murphy. I didn't know that. Yeah, another Houston. Lauren and Murphy. Nick Diaz, Robin, Robbie Lawler. That is a <sighs> hell of a main card. UFC 266. We are going to have... Let's hope all three of those go. September 25th. Can I get to Vegas for that? Maybe. All right. Okay, well, we're going to have to plan that. If I sell my script in September, we'll just all go. Hey, hey. Uh, now now we're talking yeah so maybe i'm gonna i'm gonna try and put together some other things i wanna i want to compile your picks of both of you because i love (laughs) being able to probe your guys's brains i want to get some top fives i don't know of what yet but i'm gonna request of you some top fives i love it of both of you and, I'm all uh, for it. Uh, I'm also working on getting a friend of ours who's been behind the scenes at UFC Invicta and BKFC events uh, to join a call. Love it. So, so we'll try and get Loren on here, uh, corner man for one, Rachel Ostevich, and uh, corner woman, and we'll see if she'll come on and tell us about how fucking neat it is out there. Yep. Instead Love of her it. just knowing it. Love it. Yeah, man. Anything special you want to say before we wrap up? <laughs> nice. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Nah, man. I look forward to uh, talking to you guys every week. This is my MMA therapy. The, the thing I want to say is the statement. <laughs> You, you guys always... realize we, we live in a world where Ariana Grande is doing a Fortnite concert and it'll be probably the biggest concert in history. We're living in a world where a video game sponsored concert is going to be the largest concert in history and it's going to be a pop star like that? Probably. I think that the current biggest concert in history is Rod Stewart, Rio de Janeiro. Hmm. Young Woodstock Turks 99. Young Young Turks is a banger. <laughs> you God. can you can pretend it's not. You can pretend it's fine. <laughs> 
So's message in a bottle by the police. Actually, yeah, I can get <laughs> yeah. down on that. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom would like openly basically swoon over Rod Stewart. And she I remember thinking, like, am I gonna have like a like a southern Irish stepdad? <laughs> like what's but also no, because he's a superhuman and my mom is just my mom. Anyway, it, she will never listen to this podcast. But if she did, that one's for you, mom. If Francis Ngannou was playing F. Mary Kill with us, what do you think he'd pick? He'd marry me. I got the biggest tits. <laughs> oh, wow. Let's be real. I feel like I'm prepared to answer a lot of questions on this show every week, and I'm not even remotely prepared for that yeah. one. Well, I think he'd take Ryan. He's got the hair to pull. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry, too. Dom. You're, you're fucked. Gonna kill you're going to die. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> and that's how we ended. Trump 24. <laughs> oh, God. Damn it. <laughs>